What is up, Fresh Life Church? I am so excited to be here with you on this amazing summer reading series that you're in. And I am, before I start doing anything, I just wanna say I'm grateful that you are listening to the word of God in your homes, in your houses, on treadmills, wherever you are right now, on podcasts. And I believe that the word of God is going to translate through this technology and impact your life right where you are. This is an amazing ministry. I had the pleasure of bringing my wife to Montana about a year and a half ago and to be with your amazing pastors, my brother, Levi Lusco, and my sister, Jenny Lusco. Uh, Jenny, I still haven't forgiven you for that cycling class that got my uh, thighs all messed up. I love you. I love <clears throat> Excuse me, I got choked up right there just thinking about you, Jenny, and the pain you caused me. I, I love Olivia and Clover, and I love Lennox and I, your entire family. I love you guys so much, and I'm so grateful that you would allow me to be a part of this series. I have written a book. Yes, I have written a book, and the name of that book is Relationship Goals. And I love that your church takes time every year to put other books in the spotlight because you have two of the best authors in the world that lead this church. I know Pastor Levi is about to come out with a book on August 4th that's going to bless the entire world or a devotional. And I know that Jenny just wrote a book that me and Natalie are enjoying so much, The Fight to Flourish. I, I thank you for your, your example and pushing me. I remember the conversation we had to write this book. And by God's grace, I don't even know how it happened. This book has been a New York Times bestseller for over 11 weeks. And really, the premise of this book was written out of my pain, out of what I didn't have. This book, Relationship Goals, is to help people understand and know how to win in relationships. I want somebody to type that in the chat right now. I want you to say, I am going to win in relationships. Now, some of you are saying that by faith right now because your relationships look a little jacked up right now. Some of your relationships are broken. Some of you are, are, are walking through some situations and circumstances that you cannot control. But the thing that I want to encourage everybody right now that when you are out of control, God is in control. Now, I got a few staff members here and I'm talking to you right now, but I need you to just say that right now. Somebody say, God is in control. You need to understand that in your relationships, even when you're out of control, we serve a God that is in control. And, and as I begin to think about how out of control my relationships were, they were out of control because I did not have information and revelation about relationships. I was raised in church around amazing people and good marriages, but there was really no true instruction of how to win in relationships. When I was going in youth group, basically all they would say to me is, don't have sex before you're married. I was like, is that it? <laughs> like, is that all the instruction that we get? And it made me go throughout life trying things, experimenting, finding out that there was dead ends and places that I really needed a revelation. And that's why I wrote this book. And that's why I'm going to share a message today that I pray helps you understand why God needs to be the principal voice that you listen to about all of your relationships. 
I know what culture says. I know what people have told you. I know what your granny and your uncle Gerald and everybody else around you tells you about relationships. But may I submit to you that the only one who can really tell you how to run a relationship is the one who invented it. And too many of us are living our lives based on an opinion of somebody and what relationships are supposed to be instead of the principles that are found in the word of God. And I'm praying that through this message and through this book, if you go and get it, and through these series, that you will be able to find hope and healing and forgiveness and a better path. And not just your relationships that you're in romantically, because some people are like, I'm 60 years old and I don't want relationship anymore. I'm talking about the relationship with your grandkids, the relationship with your business partners. Every relationship, every goal has to be affected by your relationship with God. And when your relationship with God is right, it affects every other one of your relationships. I tell people all the time, it's hard to have a relationship goal if you do not have aim. And there are too many people that are not aiming in the direction that God has for them in relationships. So I'm here as this big black man in a pink jacket to be able to give you revelation that will hopefully change all of your relationships. If you're ready, somebody say, I'm ready. Come on, if you're ready, say, I'm ready. So um, I want to go in and, and, and let you know how powerful the written word is. I want you to understand this. Um, th- there is power in the spoken word, but there is longevity in the written word. And that's why I want everybody to understand that when our founding fathers to make this country wanted it to last, they didn't just speak out a a declaration, they wrote it down and it had longevity and now it's the constitution. When Martin Luther King wanted to get a a point of cross, he didn't just speak it out, but he wrote it down and it became speeches like the I have a dream speech. When the God of the universe wanted to get a message to his children, he spoke divinely through different men and they wrote it down and now it has longevity in our life and we read it as a manual called the Bible. All I'm telling you to do is this power of reading what is written down, whether it be in this book and in the word of God, it is not just going to produce something that you will like. It will produce something that will last. And what I'm asking God to do as we go into this series and into this message, that you would have wisdom in your life that would last. Let me, let me just say it to you in a point. The more principles you learn from the word of God, the less you have to pray about what to do. The more principles that you know from getting into the word of God, the thing that he left here for you to have longevity in your family, longevity in your business, legacy in everything that you do. He said the more principles that you learn from the word of God, the less you have to pray about what to do. Now, it's funny because some of y'all are like, you don't want us to pray? No, I want you to pray but you shouldn't be praying about stuff you already know. (laughs) Okay, let me put it in an example real quick. Um, None of y'all have to pray to put gas in your car because you understand the principle of gas. 
Like if your, if your um, car runs out of gas, you don't say, oh Lord, right now I need everybody to join hands with me and I need us to believe and pray in faith. Is your faith level up? My car ran out of gas. We need to pray that God does a miracle. No, all you do because you understand the principle of gas is you go to the gas station and you put it in. You didn't have to pray about it because you understood the principle of it. What God wants for every one of your relationships is that you wouldn't just be praying, is he the one, is she the one, or am I supposed to be in business with them? He said, if you would learn my principles that I've left in the manual, you wouldn't have to pray about what you know the principle of. And there are so many people that are trying to get wisdom on something that God's already spoken about. And that's why in Relationship Goes, the book, and in the series that I've done, and in and everything that I'm trying to do, I'm trying to point people back to the principles of God. Why? Because many times when we don't know the principles, we panic. When we don't know the principles of something, we panic. Let me take this car analogy a little further. If you're driving down the highway and you hear some clickety clonkety clonkety and it, it stops on you, the first thing you do is panic. Oh no, I'm gonna be late. And how much is this gonna cost? And who do you call when it doesn't work? You call a mechanic. Now the mechanic walks up to your vehicle, he looks at it, he looks under the hood, he turns the key, he listens for a second, he's not panicked, he's not fearful, he's not anxious. Why? Because he understands the principle of your car and you don't. So now, watch this, you're about to pay him $350 because you do not know the principles that he knows. Many of you, that's what's happening to you in your relationships. You're paying because you don't know the principle. You're suffering. It's taking from you. It's depleting from you because you do not know what God says about relationships. Write this point down. Principles simplify life. When you know the principles of something, it simplifies life. And and I found this out in my life is once I know the principles of God in an area, when I, when I make a decision, because God gives you choice, when you make a decision to follow his principles, then you get to live at a level that is much easier and less harmful for your life. That's why when I, when I think about all of the things that happened in all of the relationships that I was in before I came to a revelation of what God said about relationships, I wasn't doing just dumb, wild stuff. I didn't know the principles. I was going against what God said and that's why it always end up in an outcome that was not the goal. Write this point down. Principles don't just simplify life. Principles protect life. See, a lot of times culture will tell you, especially when it comes to relationships, that guidelines and borders and things that God gives as parameters are things that are keeping you from your best life. But what God says is the reason I give principles and parameters is to protect life. And when you violate or step over or go past the principle, that's where pain comes. And if we're honest, many of us are products of relationships that have brought us pain. Many of us have had issues in this area of relationship because we didn't know the principles, we were not protected, and we had to experience pain. Am I the only one? 
Come on, there is tons of people that are watching right now in the chat. What I'm trying to do for you today, Fresh Life, is bring you to a place where you value the principles of God about relationship. And when you do that, I promise you, it brings peace to your life. Look what the word says in Psalms 119. In verse one, it says, blessed are those whose ways are blameless. Underline this, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his statutes, underline statutes, and seek him with all of their heart. They do no wrong, but follow, underline his ways. You have laid down precepts, underline precepts, that are to be fully obeyed, underline fully obeyed. What God is trying to tell us and show us in this, he said, if you would just obey my principles, my laws, my precepts, the things that I set before the foundation of time, I'm the one who made relationships. I can't go into it fully right now, but it was the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three in one, the first relationship ever formed. He said, I made this thing. Can I show you the principles that will make it work and you can win? He said, you can live a life that is blessed if you would follow my principles. And when I look at that word principles, I begin to study a little bit because I like words in there. And and, and some of y'all out there are going to like these words right now. The word principle is from the word prince, which means first. And so principle means first law or first rule. So a working definition of principle is the first foundational original law established by which a creator or a created thing is designed to function or be regulated. Let me remix that for you real quick because some of y'all was like huh let me remix it it says the first law laid down by the manufacturer the manufacturer of relationships is God so what did God have in mind when he formed relationships Most of us never ask that question because there's something in us that feel like we know what it's supposed to be but God's saying could you make my principles the first law laid down higher than what reality TV says. Could you make my principle, the manufacturer, God's intention, higher than you watching seven seasons of The Bachelor? Could you make, oh yeah, I know you'd be watching The Bachelor. Could you make my principle the first thing? Because when you make my principles the first thing, (laughs) let me just say it in a point. Anything that is not a principle is an opinion. Anything that is not a principle that God set up and that God wants to have, it's an opinion. And because now we're in this social media age, you can have somebody with a whole bunch of influence and a lot of people and they can put their opinion out there and people take it as principle. There are too many people reading blogs and reading self-help books that are, are good advice, but they're not a principle. And that's why I wrote Relationship Goals. And that's why I went to God's word to see, hold on, what do you want us to do? You want to keep the principles or the first idea from the manufacturer. You want to keep that as the principal thing. And I begin to look up this word again, principal and and, and prince. And do y'all know that Satan is called the prince of darkness? So darkness in Hebrew means ignorance. Stay with me. So he is the first one to rule by ignorance. 
So Satan wants us to be ignorant about what God says about relationships. He wants the generational habits that have passed down from your grandmother to now your children and now to your children's children. He wants us to stay in ignorance about those things because that's how he rules. He rules in darkness or ignorance. That means, listen to this, any area of your life where you are ignorant, Satan has the most rulership over you. If you are ignorant in the area of finance, then Satan's able to suggest things in your life that keep you bound in that situation. Whether it's business, relationship, communication, wherever there is darkness, there is ignorance. And that's where Satan tries to grab us up. But I came to Fresh Life today to shine the light of God and to allow you to get light. God says, I want to give you knowledge. And I love words. And I love Love the word of God because your greatest enemy is not sin or Satan, it's ignorance. Because if he can keep you in ignorance, you never are able to walk fully in what God has called you to do. Look what Hosea 4, 6 says. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. The abundance of ignorance is the thing that is destroying people. People do not have enough knowledge. That's why I love your pastors and, and, and this thing that they do in all these different categories during the summer, bring people these books that can, can be able to help them live a life with principles that are coming from the manual, the word of God, because it's giving you light. It's giving you knowledge. And that word knowledge in the Hebrew, guess what it means? Light. And God is saying to all of us right now, the less ignorance you have, the less destruction you experience. When it comes to your relationships, if you know what God's principles say about them, if you know what, how they're supposed to work and how God wants to use you and how you're supposed to be valued in every season and how you're not supposed to just give your body away to anybody and how you're supposed to be one that is set apart and holy and ones that are an example for them. If you know the principles, you will experience less destruction. And why, why are you up there in a pink jacket past the mic sweating like this? It's because I counsel too many people who, because they didn't have understanding on relationships, are now pieces of themselves. A piece with that person, a piece with that person, a piece that was lost in that business deal, a piece that was lost from that family member. And it wasn't because they wanted it to happen. It's because they were ignorant in an area of relationship. But I believe that God, by his power, he sent me here today to declare to you that there is going to be light in your relationships, light in your family. There's going to be light in your next business deal. Somebody shout at me, light. Come on, I want to see some light bulbs in the comments right now because God wants to illuminate his word but we have to value his principles look what John 8 12 says Jesus spoke to the people once and he said I am the light of the world I'm the knowledge that the world is looking for he says I'm the light of the world if you follow me you won't have to look at this promise to walk in darkness or walk in ignorance. I love the Bible because you will have, ha have the light that leads 
to life. I love that your church is called Fresh Life because what this whole church represents is the life of Jesus and the light of Jesus leading to the life that you can have. God wants to give you in every one of your relationships, in every area of your life, he wants to give you light, knowledge, understanding that leads to somebody shout at me, life. And that's why you're at Fresh Life. And that's why Pastor Levi and Jenny wanted me to come talk on relationships. And the thing that I want you to know about relationships is we have to go back to the manufacturer. You're going to have to get rid of some of your favorite um, bloggers and some of your favorite um, magazine columns. You're going to have to get some of the old wives tales that's been told in your family about relationships. That is not the principal thing. The principal thing is what does God say about relationships? And when you look at that, I love the Bible because the Bible doesn't just say in John 8, 12 that Jesus is the light of the world, but go to Matthew 5, 14. He then says, I'm not just going to be in the light of the world, but I'm in you. So guess what? You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Some of you need to make a decision today that when it comes to your relationships, that you will no longer be ignorant. I made a decision. I hate ignorance. I'm going to read. I'm going to get in the Bible. I'm going to get resources. I'm going to ask people because if I can get more light, it leads to life. Look what Proverbs 14, 12 says. There is a path before each person that seems right. <laughs> That's how most of us have been doing relationships. Like this seems right. I mean, he's so cute and he got a six pack and he hunts. Like this seems right. It seems right that she looks kind of like a model and she actually has all her teeth and she has like, this seems right. God does not want you going through life on maybes. He wants the principles of his word to guide your every steps on relationship. He said, there's a path before each person that seems right, but it usually ends in death. And my question to you is maybe it didn't end in physical death, but what if it's died because you didn't know the path or the principles that God wanted you to have in relationship? Some of you in this room, after you dated that person or married that person, now you're on your second marriage or you got in that relationship or you had that addiction to this thing, it robbed you because that path seemed right in one moment and then it snatched something from you in the next some of us had dreams snatched from us, purpose snatched from us, um, security snatched from us. You didn't used to be insecure, but because you didn't understand the principles of relationship when you got with that person and got entangled with them and had a soul tie with them, and then you separated and you ripped apart or you divorced, which is the most um, treacherous um, separation of humankind that can happen, a piece of you went with them. But today I wanna thank God for his grace. Because he's the only one when we go down our path, he's the only one that can take our pieces and he can turn that thing into a masterpiece. And I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but there's somebody watching that you are about to give up. You're saying I messed up too much in relationship. I can't find out what's happening. And God says, come here, baby. I want my grace to be extended over you. But now we can't get grace to go back and do the same thing. So now I need to give you my principle so that you can get some light that leads to life. And that's what I'm believing and I'm praying for each of you. Proverbs 16, 7, it said, when people's lives please the Lord, even their enemies are at peace with them. God began to deal with me 
He said, Michael, the reason why you want my principles in your life is because your prin- the principles will provide peace. Some of the peace you've been looking for has been wrapped up in following the principles that God gives you. He says, even your enemies got to say, you know what? I ain't even got no problem with him. I don't really like him that much. And he's kind of conceited, but I'm at peace with him. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I, I really believe this concept of making God's word higher than anything, especially when it comes to relationship, will lead to peace. Look at this concept that I'm telling you called the principles of the creator. And this is what I'm going to tell you. God, God wants you to have knowledge about relationship. He wants you to get understanding about relationship. Then he wants you to, to practice obedience in relationship. Then you will have application, which is also called wisdom. And then you will see success. Pastor Mike, how do I win in relationships? I get some knowledge from resources like this, from the Bible from all these amazing other speakers that have gone every week of this series. I get knowledge. And then I, in all my getting, I need to get what? An understanding. And once I get an understanding, it's one thing to know something. It's another thing to do it. And God's saying, I don't want you to just be hearers of the word. I want you to also be doers of the word. So I need you to be obedient. And as you're obedient to my principles, You put that thing in the application, it may not turn over in the first day or the second day or the third day. He said, but when you put to application the knowledge that you've learned and understand and obeyed, he said, you will see success in every one of your relationships. Why are you saying this, Pastor Mike? It's because I want everybody that's listening to me right now, who many of their situations that they're dealing with are relational situations things that are going on with your son or your daughter who's, who's gone away from Christ, things that are going on. People are sitting watching this right now, a husband and wife, and it's not the same as it used to be because you guys have been off course or going and aiming at the wrong thing. Today, I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, he wants to restore a goal that is first centered on him. And as you keep the word of God and you keep the principles that he gives you and shows you as the first thing, every one of your relationships will be blessed. Pastor Mike, okay, I need to keep God's principles first. Could you really make this practical? Okay. When you open up a toaster, a DVD player, any new piece of technology equipment, what is the first thing that you see when you open up the fresh box? You see something that's probably a small white piece of paper with a bunch of black writing on it, and it is called the manual. The manual is the thing that is supposed to help you understand how to use the product. When you get the manual, most of us, if we're honest, don't read the manual. If you read the manual, lift your hands right now, okay? You're lying, Charlie. I know you're lying. You don't read the manual. Most of us, if we think we know how it works, we go ahead and open it up and try to do it. I have ruined several things doing that. The only time I read the manual now is for my kids' toys. I I, got to read the, the manual for that. But other than that, pop up a new TV, plug it in, turn it on. Do you know what? I looked up this word manual, okay? And I want 
want you to see what this word means and how it applies to your life. When you read the book of, of, of God, the Bible, it is the manual. Manu means to make, okay? So when you look at manu, it means to make, and ul means the mind. The manual is the maker's mind about the product. When you skip the maker's mind about the product, you will never get the full functionality out of the product. Can I bring that to your relationships? When you skip God's mind about relationships, you do not get full function out of relationships. I'm preaching right now. Many of us are using a few functions of what God created to be robust and big and fulfilling because we skip the maker's mind on it. And that's why he says, you got to come back to the Bible. You got to be able to listen to my principles. You got to get knowledge of this. Because when I made relationships, I had something in mind. And when you skip it, <laughs> a mentor of mine once said, where, where um, the, the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. And if you look around where the divorce rate is 50%, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. That's like me saying I'm about to fly to Montana and there's a 50% chance I'm going to get there. I'm about to drive. <laughs> and what people are doing is they're abusing what God called to be beautiful because they skip the maker's mind about it. All I'm trying to challenge you to do today, wherever you are, whatever you're walking through, is can we go back to the word of God about relationships? Can we get a goal and not just have a goal that looks good, but can we get aim by following the principles that were laid out? If I ask all of you right now, um, how many of you have a smartphone? Everybody's hand probably would go up. And if you don't have a smartphone, we're praying increase into your life right now. But if you have a smartphone, most of us use five or six functions. We call people, we text people, we take pictures. Um, um, what else we do with the cell phone? Um, um, uh, we um, take notes if we're really fancy. But do you know that in the maker's mind of that smartphone, it has thousands of functions that are underutilized because we didn't read the manual. And I'm wondering, have we lasted in relationships barely? And God's saying, there was so much more for you in this relationship. <laughs> this thing was supposed to be so expansive, but you got to come back to my principles and the word. My last point for you. Morning. Morning. Read the manual before you touch the product. I'm challenging every person under the sound of my voice today. That you would come to a place where you would read the manual of God and you would use resources like this book and your pastor's book and all these other authors that are coming from the word of God to go back to the word of God and find out what God says about relationships before you touch the product again why it's because there's many people being damaged because they're improperly using what God created and today I want to pray for every person who's been struggling in relationships, 
who don't know how to navigate what's going on, I'm going to pray that there would be something on the inside of you that would turn back to the principal thing. This is your first step of aiming. Go back to God. Go back to the one who created it. Go back to the one who created you. And let's find the maker's mind about every situation in our life. I want to pray for you, all hands lifted, wherever you are in your homes, um, all around the world. Father, I thank you that you sent me here on assignment today, Father God, to remind people that they cannot have a relationship goal that is from you without you. And God, I'm asking you right now to, to bring their hearts to a place to know that before they turn to news, before they turn, Father, to social media, before they turn to their favorite journalist or TV show or movie, Father, that when they need to find out the truth or get light on relationship, Father, I thank you that they would turn to you in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I thank you that relationships are being restored right now, that things are coming back into alignment, that people who have had goals in relationships are going to begin to aim again, Father. And I thank you that the first thing they're aiming at is a real, live, vibrant relationship with you. Because out of that relationships, every other relationship will be blessed. God, I thank you that something that was said today, Father God, pricked the hearts of your people and would allow them to see you and how good you are and how you sacrifice so you could have a relationship with us. We trust you and we believe you in this place that you really are our ultimate relationship goal. And God, we're asking you to change us from the inside out. Transform us in Jesus' name. Listen, in that same attitude, there are people that are watching this right now and hearing this in this moment, and you've never formed a real relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to let you know that no better time, there is no better time to do that than right now. I want to give you the greatest gift that was ever given to me. The thing that took me from a liar, somebody who was addicted to pornography, a cheater, a manipulator, had very bad things in my heart. And God, by his grace reached out when I accepted him and he did not just change me he transformed me and today I want to give you that opportunity if you want to make a decision for the greatest relationship goal you could have you need to make a decision for Jesus Christ and today at Fresh Life, we believe that this, according to Romans 10, 9, when we, when we confess and believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and he was raised from the dead, that that decision secures our eternity. And today, I want you to have that relationship. If that's you on the count of three, I just want you to slip your hand up. If you're in the kitchen, if you're around, if you're in a place um, where there's people, it doesn't matter. This is the greatest decision that you could ever make. One, you're making the best decision. Two, I am proud of you, but more than that, God sees you. Three, if you want to accept Jesus Christ, go ahead and lift your hand in the air. I know there's people all over this world that are doing that. You can put your hands down. I want to pray with you because I believe this is gonna be a defining moment for your life. Come on, if you would for me, would everybody pray this prayer out loud with me for the benefit of those who are coming to Christ. Say, Father, thank you for sending Jesus just for me. Today, I'm setting my aim on you. You are the goal of my life. I believe you lived you died and you rose again just for me. And today I give you my life. Change me 
Renew me. Transform me. I'm yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, can we celebrate? Oh, come on, in your house, can we celebrate? All of the people who just came to Christ, listen, the Bible says heaven turns up over one person that gives their life to Christ. And we know there were several. And so we celebrate with you. Thank you for allowing me to speak into your life and give you aim for your relationship goals. I can't wait to be back with you. God bless.